Hello, I'm Andrew Locke, and this is the show that helps entrepreneurs like you to get more done and have more fun. In this episode, a lesson from my mortgage advisor. There's a question about blogging, a quick way to search for available domain names, and a big lesson from Universal Studios. Well, you won't believe what my mortgage advisor did to me. This is pretty interesting. I found out about this guy, Greg his name is, through a personal recommendation from a friend. And I've met with Greg here in Salt Lake City twice in the last four months because I was interested in remortgaging. Now, on both occasions, Greg told me not to remortgage for various reasons, even though he was depriving himself of a sale, albeit temporarily, and he gave me great advice that saved me money in the short term. Now, I found that to be quite extraordinary. Because how many times do you come across someone whose main priority is to help you rather than sell you? It's rare, isn't it? And it's even more impressive considering the current state of the mortgage industry. See, Greg could have easily sold me on the first visit. But what would have happened? Of course, he would have made a sale, but I would have eventually found out that he'd given me bad advice. I would have complained about it to friends and both myself and others would never have used him again. By comparison, what's going to happen now? I'm so impressed with how helpful Greg's been. I don't want to go anywhere else and I'm recommending to everyone. So he's going to get my business and the business of lots of other people I've referred to him. What a novel way of doing business having the focus on helping people rather than trying to sell a product. What a shame that so many business owners have their focus wrong. You see, they're so desperate to sell that they forget about how to serve the customer in the best way possible. So I encourage you to think about this. With every interaction you have with a customer today, Try and place the emphasis on helping them. See what happens. I think you'll be pleasantly surprised because you'll feel good about what you're doing and the sales will come naturally because people will see that you're interested in providing the right solution for their needs. Now, have you had an experience like mine in another industry? If you have, let me know about it on the blog. Let's relate some positive experiences about people and businesses that really focus on helping rather than selling. Moving on, it's time for your questions with Ask Andrew. Right, let's see. Here's a question from Adam in Olney, Illinois. I think I said that right. The question is, Andrew, I operate a small business that focuses on custom furniture and antique restoration. I am new to web marketing and I'm wondering if I'm too specialized to effectively market on the web. I have a blog at adamkingstudio.com. Well, Adam, the short answer to your question about whether your niche is too specialized is no. Specialization is a good thing. Having said that, there's really two markets here, and I'm not sure that you know which one you want to serve the most. Firstly, you're obviously very talented at what you do, so there's a market there for helping other restorers in their businesses. And then secondly, there's the opportunity to sell your service directly to consumers. 
Now the blog that you've set up is clearly an outlet for expressing the love of your work. You've got blog post titles like shavings and cravings, your inner woodworker and so on. So you obviously enjoy talking about the creative art of your business. So here's what I would do. Firstly, get rid of the Google ads on the blog. They're not gonna earn you any significant income, they're intrusive and they detract from the content that you want people to look at. Secondly, create and post some video content with how-to information that will help other restorers. Third, interview other restorers and get them sharing their tips, which still positions you as the expert advisor, incidentally. Then you've got the start of an info product business. Contact trade magazines, let them know about your blog. And because it's good content, I'm sure they'll be happy to mention it to their readers. At that point, you can create info products to sell. CDs, DVDs, a newsletter, a course, whatever. And basically that's a model that anyone watching can implement. Again, it's unconventional marketing because everyone else is putting up a web page or a blog and just trying to sell those products directly. That's confrontational. See, how do people know if what you are offering is any good? They don't. But with this model, you establish your credibility first, and if people like what they see, they'll keep coming back, and some of them will buy from you because they know you, like you, and trust you. Okay? Ah, fun part of the show, time for the nifty click. And this is a super duper cool resource for you. So the way that I used to brainstorm for a new domain name, I'm sure you'll relate to this, was to go to a site like GoDaddy, type my idea into the search box, and then wait for the results to come back. And that took ages. And then again, I repeat the process for each variation that I wanted to try, see if it's available. Well, that's what I used to do. Then I discovered a website called instantdomainsearch.com. Now, I have no idea how they do this, but as you type your ideas into the search box, you instantly see whether a domain is available as a .com, a .net, or a .org. Absolutely brilliant. I hope you can benefit from that nifty click. This week's big brand is Universal Studios, the theme park empire. Now, if you haven't been to one of the parks, it's kind of like a grown-up version of Disney. It's still a lot of fun, but I think it's more for adults, really. Now, don't get me wrong, I love Disney, but, you know, at the end of a day of hearing It's a Small World a hundred times and listening to over m and kids scream their heads off, I'm just about ready to throttle the first Mickey Mouse I come across. Anyway, back to Universal. Universal have done a great job at the instant upsell at the ticket booth. That's what I want to show you. Now, first of all, the annual pass that they offer is only $10 more than the one-day admission. Now, that's an irresistible offer. And if you're wondering how they can afford to do that, remember that Universal extracts a lot of money from every visitor just beyond the admission price. See, once you're inside the park, there's the food and drink, the souvenirs, the ponchos to protect you on the water rides, and so on. The next upsell opportunity is for what Universal calls the front of the line pass. What a great idea. You get priority access to all rides and attractions, reserve seating at the shows, and even a behind the scenes tour. 
The next upsell appeals to the stomach. It's the all-you-can-eat pass for 1995. So we've got three different upsells there. From this example, there are four lessons you can apply to your business. Firstly, have at least one upsell. That's easy to fix and you'll increase your profits overnight. Secondly, make the upsell relevant to the main product. So imagine if you went to McDonald's, ordered a Big Mac and they said, would you like a stapler with that? It's not relevant and they wouldn't get many sales, obviously. So there needs to be a logical link with the main product. Third, craft an irresistible offer. An annual pass for $10 more than a one-day ticket is an irresistible offer. Lots of people upgrade. So give careful thought to the offer. Make it compelling. And then lastly, an upsell shouldn't be a hard sell. Make the offer clear and then just let the customer decide. Don't hassle them. If possible, offer a money-back guarantee to reassure them that they're making a good decision. Now, interestingly, at Universal, most customers approach the window and ask for the add-on offers directly because they're presented in a very clear, non-confrontational way. Also note that the customer is already waiting in line when they see those offers. In other words, they're already committed to buying a ticket. So Universal simply slots in some extra options for them to consider. So the positioning is kind of, you've made a good decision already. Now, have you thought about this option? Well, I hope you can implement some of those tips this week in your business and let me know how you get on with them. Next week, I'll be revealing another productivity resource that you won't be able to live without. I mean, not literally, but it's really, really good. There's a marketing lesson from Norwegian Cruise Line and a whole lot more. I'm Andrew Locke. Don't forget to tell me about your helping, not selling experiences. And until next time, it's been a pleasure to help you get more done and have more fun.